That's what it is. That's what it is. It is a Wednesday afternoon. It's four minutes after two o'clock in the afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Thanks to the doc there. Uh, you can catch more of that on the podcast. My name is Penny Libiani. I am with you until three o'clock. Welcome uh, to the show that's been taking its own form. You know, it's, it's, it's always interesting uh, when you start things and you're like, I think I'd like it to go this way. Maybe not. Initially, when I was like, I'm going to do this thing on Cliff Central, it was all about celebrating Africa. It was going to be all things African. And then I chickened out. I was like, okay, maybe we should just talk about relationships because, you know, it's part of us. Yes, it's love, life, and all things African. So we tackled relationships. We realized it's fun. It's interesting. But, hey, there's other exciting things uh, that are happening around us. So every now and again, We'll try and tackle real life issues, relationships and things like that. And then we'll make it even more interesting when we bring you our Africa slot. Uh, why not? Especially this week because, you know, uh, the U.S. Leaders Summit, uh, all Africa uh, leaders that are in the U.S., that's been in the news. Everyone's been talking about that. Uh, president and other presidents, if you're following some of them on Twitter, they've been saying all sorts of interesting things, how America wants to... Uh, continue trading with with uh, with uh, uh, Africa, the whole uh, Goa Act, you know, a whole lot of, uh, of exciting things really uh, on the continent. So, like, you know, why not? Why not be part of the voices that are championing the exciting things that are happening on our African continent? So, we're like, you know what? A good place to start is music. So, we'll start talking about our music, and of course, we'll also talk uh, about um, leadership. So, coming up on the show today, we're talking to a great iconic African. A musician, a man who's played, you know, in a talk called Graceland. He's, he's played with Paul Simon. Doesn't get better than that. You know, uh, he, he's part of a generation of musicians who've taken our music to the next level. I'm talking about Ray Chikapa Piri of um, Stimela fame. So he's going to be joining us on the line. We're going to be chatting to him about that. And a bit later on, we're going to catch up with a young woman who makes me proud and should make you proud to be called W.O. M-A-N. I'm talking about woman, but even better, an African woman. I'm talking about Faith Mangop, which just came back uh, from the Young Leaders Network um, that just uh, took place in the U.S. It's of, of course, it's, she's a fellow of that. It's named after Nelson Mandela, our late president. So it's exciting times right here on Cliff Central. Make sure that you're part of our conversation, cliffcentral.com uh, on Twitter. And you can give us a call on 0861-555-189. Right now, Zwagalaganeno.
welcome back to Cliff Central. That's uh, Stimela there with uh, Ray Chikapapiri. It's a track called Zwagalaga Nenu. Okay, I'm posting on Twitter right now. Who is Ray Chikapapiri? Do you know him? What do you think his role has been in taking African music to where it is right now? What his role has been uh, in the evolution of African music? What do you think his role has been in uh, the evolution of African music. That is a question that I'm asking you on Twitter so you can be part of our conversation and of course uh, give us a call because we're going to be chatting uh, to the man a little bit later on. So make sure that you, you don't miss out on that. Okay, so let me, let me tell you a little bit about something that I was I got to be part of as well uh, earlier in the week, actually late last week rather, on Thursday. It happened to be the launch of... Um, and seven new age is show called uh, uh, South African of the Year. I don't know if you've heard or read about it, but it's quite an interesting one. Uh, they've got different categories where different South Africans from different walks of life um, are part of that. Um, so last week Thursday they were announcing the nominees. Uh, for example, they had vote for your your favorite South African of the Year. The nominees are people like uh, the Arch Desmond Tutu, DJ Spoo of uh, music and radio fame and TV fame, Dr. Nkosa Zanadla Minizuma, Johnny Clagg, um, no need, no explanation there. He's an uh, extraordinary South African musician and uh, Professor Yo- Jonathan Janssen uh, from the University of the Free State, uh, Leslie Sidibe, who is with Proudly South African, and of course our very own public protector, uh, Tulima Doncella. So all you have to do is vote for those folks and uh, you get to choose who will be a South African of the Year. They have uh, other uh, categories as in like trendsetter of the year. I'm sure you know who the usual will be there. They have the likes of Mikasa, uh, Bonang Mateba, uh, as well as uh, Minente. Those are some names I can think of. And, and uh, rather Mafigi Zolo, uh, the band who've done quite well uh, across the continent in 2014 in terms of like, the things that they got involved in. Another one is celebrating South Africa's extraordinary ministers. So you get to uh, to to vote. I mean, I'm sure there's there's people that you might think are doing a bad job, but I'm sure there's others that are doing a great job in their uh, respective portfolios, or uh, in um in partic- uh, in particular in uh, the the departments that they're in. Or you know, if you look at their story and in their eyes, you get to understand that uh, you know those are people who've done something extraordinary uh, with their lives. Struggling a bit to get hold of uh, Mr. Ray Piri there, so we'll be coming back and trying to chat to him. Uh, later on. So what we will do right now without wasting much time is to chat to a young woman who I have the opportunity to get to work with uh, on sunrise every morning. Well, as of this week, she just came back from the U.S. If you follow me on Twitter, you will see that, uh, you know, that's uh, that's uh, that's uh, she's been training throughout throughout the day because she's been really uh, doing some amazing things. So we're going to get to know uh, who she is in a little bit more, and of course find out more about uh, her experience. And I'm talking about Faith Mangope, who just joined me on the line. Good afternoon, madam. Good afternoon to you too. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I know I'm harassing you today, so I'm like, yeah. You're not harassing me. You're just such a sweetheart. I, I love being harassed by you. So like, I think of it as a pleasurable experience. You can you can follow her on Twitter. She's a broadcaster. She's a businesswoman. She is a world changer. 
And those are the words of how she opened her talk when she was about to introduce the U.S. president as part of the Young Leaders Network uh, program that uh, she just experienced. She's a fellow of that uh, in the U.S. came back recently. You were part of Amazing 500 Africans, 46 South Africans specifically, who went to be part of the program. Um, you know, so tell our listeners here on Cliff Central uh, this afternoon. Uh, I'm going to pretend we haven't, we didn't speak this morning and there'll be no crying <laughs> this time around. You know, what got you to say, I am going to uh, apply, I'm going to, you know, motivate, I'm going to, I'm going to do everything to make sure that I'm, I'm part of the program. When that, when did that moment come? How did it come about? Um, that moment came, I think, the end of um, near the end of of last year when I was sitting in my room and I thought to myself, "There's got to be more." Um, I'm the type of person that always wants to push themselves beyond the the you know current status quo, beyond mm. the boundaries. Mm. So um, I'd reached a point in my life where I said, "What is there? What, there needs to be something more. There needs to be something that I can that I can give more. That needs to be something that I can see more." And I need a more global perspective. Mm. Um, I just returned from a trip from Israel at the time, so. I thought to myself, life ah. can't be that. You just can't return from, from just experiencing that amazing experience and having the privilege to meet the president of Israel, uh, Shimon Peres, and mm. then not being able to continue with that legacy. So um, when this opportunity presented itself, it was, hey, how how can I not? How can I not participate? And I, and I realized that I wanted it. I wanted it because I wanted a global perspective. I wanted it because I wanted to, to, to be able to grow myself as a businesswoman in particular, um, which is my passion. Mm. Um, I'm very passionate about developing um, businesses in, in the African um, continent, but also most importantly, being able to plant into young people and young entrepreneurs and nascent entrepreneurs. So um, that is exactly what motivated me. Now, before we get to what happened last year, your, your journey uh, with broadcasting, I mean, you, 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 you studied at VIDS, you, you did industrial psychology and, and international relations, and then you got onto radio and you really worked. You worked with some of the great people. You worked at 702. Uh, you were part of the afternoon drive at some point, and eventually you, you hosted a current affairs show um, on YFM. Your passion uh, for, 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 for broadcasting, where did that, how did that come about? Um, I always say that my love story with broadcasting is one way they, uh, broadcasting found me. I, I did not know anything about radio. Mm. I won't even lie to you. I, I did not listen to radio at all. And one day um, I found myself um, in a line um, auditioning because my friend, my best friend, asked me to audition with him um, for an opportunity to be on a on a on 702. Mm. And um, ironically, though, I got in and he didn't. Um, but he went on to be an editor, which is great. Mm. Um, and after that, I realized just how much I wanted to be part of broadcasting because I love every moment of it. And I realized that you need to be able to spot opportunity to grow wherever it is that you are. Mm. So in 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 the sense of 702, I requested to go for voice training, and I was trained and in, in you know to be able to articulate myself better, to be able to express what I feel, to speak with a passion mm. um, and, and be more clearer. And um, and from there, I grew as a, as a producer. Um, I love producing. I love producing content. But most importantly, I've come to love that I love delivering the content that's been produced as well, mm. which is then the next aspect of it, where the television side came into being, where I said, you know what, um, what's the next step? I'm always seeking for a new challenge. So it was, what's the next challenge? What's the next step? And um, the next step, indeed, was was live television. Mm. And what better way to train yourself as a broadcaster than to be put in a platform where you don't make mistakes? So every mistake that you make, the entire um, the country can see it, and it's, it's broadcast on a national platform. Which is, I'm, I'm very grateful for it. I'm really grateful for that opportunity. And also, then my my, my talent went on, on on to the writing side because I'm also a columnist mm. for the New Age newspaper. And the um, New Age newspaper. 
Yes, um, my column comes out every Friday. It's called the New G. The and, New uh, Girl. Is it, what is the G for? <laughs> new G is G stands for New Generation. Basically, ah. it's about how is it that um, young people can start becoming active participants politically um, as well as economically. Mm. And um, so the, the column side came out, and I discovered that I love writing as well. So mm. I may not just be able to talk but when I don't talk I write you mm. know where I'm able to express myself in a different form which has really taught me and grow and, and really developed my 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 abilities in that aspect mm. which I'm so grateful for as well so am I in love with, with broadcasting absolutely it's this love relationship you that love found media me. as a whole you I know. love media as a whole and, yeah. I, and you know what's the most important thing about media I want to own media mm. I'm doing this I'm learning about the media industry and I'm plugging myself in not so that I can be employed by the media industry mm. but that I can turn around and be able to own the media industry that's my ultimate goal um, I want to be able to determine to set that narrative and have and shed some positive light within the South African context as well as the, the, the African continent as well. All right, now let's talk about um, uh, that narrative. So when you get this opportunity to be part of a, a, a select group of uh, young people who are going to be given an opportunity to be empowered, to be skilled, um, you know, across the United States and 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 it's, it's for you to, to come back and be able to to do something when you come back. When you when you went there, what were your expectations? Um, I, I really expected to, to learn. Um, it was a it was a huge learning platform. So for me, um, I was told that I was going to be studying at the University of uh, Texas in Austin, mm. and um, which is which is which is a really amazing experience. And I was going to be studying business and entrepreneurship. And from there, and that's exactly what I expected. I expected to graduate from the six week program mm. and um, go through intense training, which I did. Um, sometimes, I, well, we even worked on Sundays, so we hardly got the chance to. It's like a boot camp of sorts. It was literally the yeah. business. It is business boot camp. Mm. Um, and um, after that, being able to, to, to work on my idea, you know, um, sort of exposed to opportunities where you can sell your business model. But not only that, to also find potential investors and even board of advisors um, uh, from America, which is what I've been exposed to as well and what I've been able to successfully acquire. And then being able to, but the, the the Barack Obama part was not part of the plan. Yeah, you know, um, oh, that was grace, hey. That was that was not part of <laughs> the plan. That was grace. Yeah, that was just like the cherry on top after being able to take being taken through that program, and um, it's really grown me and developed me as a business person, and being able to sort of set a clear vision for what exactly I want for the new G in business forums, which is the business forums that I run, mm. where I help nascent entrepreneurs as well as um, aspiring entrepreneurs to start learning how to take advantage of certain opportunities within key sectors of industry mm. and um and and that's exactly how i started growing from there now you 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 equipped you you're charged you um, at the same time you you got to ref, to reflect on your own personal journey uh, before mm. you, you you left for the u.s uh what did you discover about yourself being in in that space you're in a boot camp you're learning you're representing yourself your country uh, your peers your generation uh mm. in a way um, can I be frank with you? The mm. one thing that I really discovered is a lot can be discovered when you just shut up. When you keep quiet. When, when you just keep quiet. Not even keep quiet. When you mm. just shut your your mouth mm. and you and and you take a step back and and you listen. Mm. You really discover a lot. You discover a lot about humanity. You discover a lot about society. You discover a lot about human behavior. Mm. We decide to to not always take the the front seat. Not mm. always be the one that's the loudest voice in the room mm. and there's so much power in being able to listen to people and there's so much power from being able to gain knowledge because that equips you 
mm. that uh, that equips you to, to 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 take it to the next level. And um, I spent most of my time, and and I and I even said this to my colleagues as well who were with me in 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 Washington and as well as in Texas that I want to be able to keep quiet. And just because that you've got a voice does not mean that you're supposed to use it all the time. Mm-hmm. In fact, one has got the most power when the voice that you have you choose to not use it so that you can listen to other voices mm-hmm. and gain perspective and knowledge from other environments as well. And that's the one self-discovery. But also I think for me, um, particularly as a, as a, as a woman, I, I discovered that, you know what, I, I have so much potential and I actually can do it. And the goals and the vision that I have for myself and the objectives that I want to accumulate and, and reach, I can do it. Mm. I can do it because um, I was able to, 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 you know, to be chosen among 4,000 successful applicants, be able to be given such an opportunity, which means that Somewhere, somehow, the work that I do is reflecting positively in mm. society, mm. and somebody sees the value in that. Mm. So as a woman, it teaches me that I actually have got something to contribute. I can um, um, assert myself as an entrepreneur. I can assert myself as a broadcaster, mm. but most importantly, as a person that will achieve those goals that she set out to achieve, um, which is really, really important. And it, it's been a, an absolute blessing to be in that space of, of self-discovery and self-actualization. Mm. Maslow's Law always yeah. speaks about that. Yeah. yeah. All right, what's 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 the next what's the next step for for Faith Mangope? Um world domination. Um <laughs> <laughs> No. World domination. I want to take over the world. Um but um honestly is is to be able to implement uh, the 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 learning that I that I acquired um from the states and being able to take the new gene business forms not only launch them in South Africa but take them throughout the African continent mm. to establish enterprise development hubs. I want to be able to set up infrastructure where entrepreneurs are able to work mm. um and are able to have a space where they're able to be creative and formulate ideas in a safe manner and have buildings man that have got that that are allowed to for entrepreneurs to be equipped in the, in that way and um and also that perhaps looking into politics who knows who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe going into politics. Um, yeah. yeah. So the skies. I always. Now I've learned a new word, um, a phrase. We always say that the sky is the limit, it's but not. that's a lie. Yeah. That's a lie. The sky is only the beginning. Yeah. And when we stop seeing the sky as the limit, but rather the sky as the beginning, yeah. you dream bigger and you and you and you set yourself higher. And um, so that's the, the phrase that I've coined. The sky is only the beginning. It's not the, the limit. Well, keep rising and Thank keep you. doing what you love and keep the passion and, and the fire. A going, a going faith. I'm honored to to work with a, someone like you, and uh, oh. to 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 be a part of uh, of your daily doings. And I'm so looking forward to seeing you achieving a whole lot more um, out of this experience. Of course, thank you so much, oh. and uh, and God bless. Thank you so much. Thank you, Penny. Thank cool. you so much. That's Miss Faith Mangopa right there. Catch her together with me every morning on Sun uh, Sunrise. Uh, uh, that's on ETV. You can also follow her at Faith Mangope, broadcaster, businesswoman, world changer. Uh, we're talking to Mr. Ray Pire in a moment. Good afternoon, Mr. Ray Pire. How are you, sir? I would like to say I think I'm doing good. <laughs> you, think you, that, you think I you're think doing I'm good? Do- Getting a call from you, that means I'm doing good. <laughs> oh, I must be very special. I must be very special. Happy 2014. Because I haven't I seen or spoken to you in 20- Have I seen you this year? No. No, we haven't. The last time we saw each other was 2012. <laughs> was it 2012? Yeah. No, that's... At the summers. At the summers. Ooh. <laughs> nah, yeah, yep. you're right. That's the last time I went to the summers. I won't be going back there anytime soon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I won't be going back there anytime soon. Okay, so we oh. just decided to invite you... Uh, on the show today to to celebrate you and at the same time to try and and squeeze some knowledge uh, out out of you you know you you have been doing what you're doing 
for the for the love and more for so many years. Are you still enjoying yourself? Are you the enjoying? Day, the day you hear that I'm not performing, it will be the day that I've lost interest. But right now, I'm still enjoying myself. It's so much fun. It's so much fun, he said. Better than before. Better than what has changed? How how has how has has the space uh, changed for you? Uh, the space has changed in the sense. The songs are much more bigger than the individual. Uh-huh. Uh, some of them have up, outlived some of our members. Uh-huh. And which makes me feel like I'm in the best space. Because the songs are bigger than me. The songs are bigger than you. Yeah. So it's true when they say it gets it gets better with time. I would argue that as differs with the individual or a uh-huh. collective. Okay. Others would like to keep a, a certain individual or collective mm. in a space of nostalgia. Mm. Oh, remember when? Yes, 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 yes. But then, yes, right now Stimela is uh, 34 years old. And automatically that says that we have no choice. We are a cult band. Mm-hmm. We want to play new music. <laughs> We're not given an opportunity. No, they no one wants to hear it. Want to hear what they want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would simply say that uh, I love my South Africa for two simple reasons. Mm. One, uh, they are trying to remain true to a cultural experience of a certain period. Mm. And they're trying to make sure that uh, their offsprings or their new friends also have to go through what they experienced then. Mm. Mm. So Which now, gives the band a longevity or it, the song a longevity. A longevity, yes, it, it, it does. So now, what I'd like to know before we talk about, like, you know, how you think African music for us, for, for, you know, ha- has evolved. And then when I'm saying African, I'm not just talking, I'm talking continentally, I'm talking, you know, globally where we are and how, you know, things have changed, technology has come in, we're living the days of iTunes and all of that. But. Uh, you know, there's new artists, there's, you know, bands. I saw in the past two years or so, you know, new bands are emerging. Uh, but you have been at it and you've seen different styles come and evolve. And, you know, you've been consistent with, with this band. Uh, you're part of a, of a generation that, that you say the people who li- listen to your music previously want to make sure that the younger generation enjoy what they enjoyed at the same time, pass on uh, what the music was about. What do, what do you think it is that made that era uh, where your music, you know, was composed and came out of so so special, so significant. What what was it about it? I would say it's more based on songwriting, the subject matter, mm-hmm. and uh, your being humble, making sure that you are not bigger than what you do. Mm. What you do is what people accept. Then you become a slave to what you do. So you're a servant of some sort. You're, you're like, it's really, really passion, uh, to almost sacrificial type of way. Uh, I, I would say not necessarily. I think in a way you become part of an epoch of history mm-hmm. that says we were a warrior. Mm-hmm. But then we must not forget the fact that each and every generation has its own heroes. Mm-hmm. We've got to try and be part and parcel of the growth Mm-hmm. of a nation mm-hmm. by supporting 
and also mentoring or either guiding the new heroes of the day. Mm-hmm. Now, do you listen to a, any of like the you know res, young sounds? Do you have an opportunity to work with a you know young artist? Uh, you know, do you have current favorites? What's your take on all of that? I've been given an opportunity to uh, listen to a broad African expression. Yeah. From your Davido to your Raphael, uh, you, you, you name you, them all. His name dropping Davido. That's that's <laughs> that's really current. Yeah. Okay. Um, in a way, you are saying that this is not new. Yeah. It is simplifying what was complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the simplicity is based more on the beat side mm-hmm. or the rhythmic elements of what they are um, presenting. Mm. The only thing that uh, one might say that I'm not quite happy with X, Y, Z is mm. the lyrical content because mm. Africa has got 54 countries. Mm, mm. And if we are being viewed or heard as a country that is caught in the soda culture, mm. somewhere, somehow, we are not doing right by mm. saying, hey, listen, there's so much a, a, a subject matters like Boko Haram. Yes. And all those kind of things. Uh, your HIV and AIDS, mm. your illiteracy, your border controls. Mm. Now they have better subject matters that they can write about with the very same infectious beats that is coming out of the new generation. Yeah, so it's see, music that you cannot uh, sit down when you hear it play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. Okay, so you so you're more concerned about about the, the, the su- subject matter. Do you think the subject the subject matter is very important because? Uh, uh, three years down the line, you'll be judged by what you said. Mm. Mm. Do, do you do you think that, I mean, you, you got to do stuff with uh, Paul Simon on, on Graceland and that became an epic tour. And uh, that sort of like, you know, catapulted not just your sound, but an, a great interest uh, into into South Africa and African music in general. Um, I'll say that was the third statement uh, from South African cultural emissaries. mm. mm. Uh, 1958, uh, there was a Susan Murray orchestra from um, the other broadcaster, mm-hmm. let's say the National Broadcaster, mm. which had an accordion player called Nico Customs. Mm-hmm. He had a major hit called mm. Zambezi. Mm-hmm. Beside that, there was Solomon Linda earlier than him. Yes. Then uh, Mom Miriam Makeba came in mm. with Pata Pata around the 1964s. Yes. Yes. Then 1966, another young South African came in with Grazing in the Grass. Yeah, uh, he Which even got him, a, yeah, mm. even got him a, an award. Mm. And so forth. It carried on. You had other heroes like your... Uh, the Union of South Africa, which was Shuma Sikela, Jonas Kwangwa, yes, Kepa yeah. Simenia. Mm. They were amazing. You had the Brotherhood of Men, Chris Magrigo. We've been you schooled. Had, We've been schooled. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You, had, you, had, you had your Abdullah Ibrahim. Yes. 
And then uh, came the 70s, whereby now you started hearing certain individuals from other parts of Africa, like, for an example, Manu Dibango. Manu Dibango, yes. Anansi. Yeah. Yeah, Anansi. Mm. Then suddenly you had a revolutionary of some kind called Ranso Mifelakuti, mm, 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 mm. who just decided that I'm not going to sing English according to the English way. I am going to express myself in my in own, my own la- language. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. each and every generation has its own heroes. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. The only thing that we are missing now is someone to come out and say that being African is not a sin mm. and to be zipped up in a black skin is a gift. Ah, that's just some powerful stuff. You you spoke about someone like Davido. Have you been able to like he, maybe hear some music from like maybe some like Dubanj, uh, Sakodi? I've, I've heard Dubanj and yeah. I've also seen him at uh, the, the, the South African uh, 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 what was that? Uh, the Kosafa thing? Yeah, the, the, yes, <coughs> the Kef Cup. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but um, I'm one person that cannot really criticize yes. African artists. Yes, yes. Because you have visual artists yes, yes. or performers that are very energetic on stage. Yes. And but now if you start to think of what song was that, yes. It's not there in your mind. In your mind. So something is wrong somewhere somehow, but who am I to say that what the bunch did mm. is not on? No, it is on. Yes. There's yes. another young guy from uh, Zambia yeah. So I'm attuned to all the new young thinkers. Yeah. They have expressions that we also had. Yes. I remember very well around the early 80s, I came up with four different uh, uh, groupings. One was Street Kids. There was a song called Game Number One. The other one was Adaye, which were concepts. Mm-hmm. A guy had turn it on. Okay. Um, turn it up, yeah. Yeah. Then we had another one called Kumasi. When most of South Africans never knew, knew that, Kumasi uh, the was. capital, yeah, yeah. The, the, the capital of uh, Ghana, Ghana yes. was Kumasi. <laughs> so um, I've, I've always been a champion of the African idea. African idea. Now, th- talking about that, I mean, we're living in a time where it, it just feels like. You know, it's here. You know, everyone talks about it. It's, it's Africa's moment. Africa is arising. It's you know we are the new friend. Like everyone is just talking about this thing. It's it's when you look back and and, and you 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 know we're so blessed that you you are you are here in, in this in this present moment as well. It's like when you look back when you used to talk about the possibility of like you know a a, a, a this kind of Africa. Are you are you feeling the same energy? Are you seeing it? Is it is it visual? Is it clear? Or is it just another idea that people are talking about? It's much more clearer than anything now. Mm-hmm. You have the AU with the the ARC, which is African Reimaging Cultural mm-hmm. Hub. Yeah, it's a vision 2063. Yes, I might not be alive in 2063 <laughs> because I'm already getting to be <laughs> an octogenarian. Mm. But it's very important to think of the epochs and what can we save for the time capsule Mm. in this next coming five years Mm. with respect to the subject matter or the thoughts where Africa is or where the world is 
dictating to us about uh, uh, food security. Mm. But Africa has got arable land. Mm. How many of us are supporting one, the agri program? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How many of us are saying that we have to start looking within before we can say something? Like, let's say, for example, uh, the program that I'm on right now mm-hmm. will open maybe 10 people's minds. Yes, yes, yes. The 10 will influence another, another 10. Another 10, yes. Within a month or two, we'll be having a good subject matter that we can debate. That's true. The only problem is that at some point in time, the publishing houses that we have would send a 23-year-old to interview a 70-year-old. Yeah, with no research. <laughs> Without no research, and you expect that you will be on the same platform. Yeah. <clears throat> so it becomes a little bit of a challenge. I remember you very well from the days of uh, Soweto Radio. Yes, 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 yes. Until up to now. Yes. You are a journey woman. You have been there. You have walked the walk. You have grown with your path. Thank you. So at any time... I will sing your praise ah. for your contribution as a young person that was curious. Yes. You thanks. never stopped being curious. And you are disseminating information that most of our younger generation are missing. The young people in the studio who are with me, they're, they're very jealous right now, uh, Brari. <laughs> I'm kidding. They're, no. like, they're like, yeah, yeah. I'm the link. Yeah. I'm trying to link the young people and the generation before me as well because that's, that's really what broadcasting uh, is about uh, for me. And, we, and we're, learning, we're learning a lot. We're really learning a lot. And it's about passing on the information so we can be able to make this Vision 2063 uh, uh, accessible because, it's, it's, you know, you, you spoke about how you might not be there. I don't know if I'll be there, but I got to do my part now. So but that you those, got to do your yeah, part right, right now. now. And also, yeah. it's very important to, to acknowledge mm. each and every expression of those that are in the stage at this point and on stage at this point That's in true. time. Because they have a reason. Maybe they might fail in articulating. Yeah. But it's up to those that have been there to, to yeah. guide them. And to link, yeah. And to mentor them, or to say that if I were you, I would have said it this way. That's but true. I'm not saying what you said is wrong. Oh, yeah, that's so, that's so mm. true. That's so true. Now you got awarded with a um, the order of Ikamanga in silver. That's 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 big stuff. I would say it is big stuff, but uh, in a way, I felt like I was being told that. We have had enough of you. <laughs> Take a bow and get out oh, of here. <laughs> it can't be. It was just—it's an acknowledgement of of a, of a role that you know that that you played, and and it's 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 one of the the highest order that that our government uh, you know uh, offers and, and and bestows upon people like yourself. And who that knew? I mean, twenty years, forty, twenty years from uh, twenty years ago, no one thought no one thought that it, that would happen to an artist. No, that is true. But also, let's not forget how do you get to get to that place. Mm. One, there's a plus minus 57 chancellors mm-hmm. and uh, the population of South Africa. And when they announced this, it, it goes back five years. It might have been before the new leadership mm, mm, mm. that uh, your name kept on just going through and they had to... Mm. Uh, 
make some summations of why the things that you deserve X, Y, Z. Then from there, yeah, and uh, others will have will have objections. Others will uh, debate that uh, we think in this epoch. That's why you find that within uh, uh, the arts, mm. you have uh, your Baobab, you have your friends of uh, uh, OR, yes. you have your Kamanga, you yes. have your Silva, you have uh, yes. the Mendy, you have all that. Yes. But it is within. But now, what we need to understand is that it's not something that someone, mm. somewhere decided that you are worthy. Okay. Mm. Well, if so, you just... If you just join us right here on cliffcentral.com, uh, I am talking uh, to Ray Chikapapiri, great African musician. I, I don't know how to, how to explain it to you, but he is he's one of those uh, we have to celebrate. And, of course, I'm a, I'm a little bit biased because he comes from my home province, uh, home province in Bombela and Pumalanga. He's a passionate musician. He started playing guitar at a very early age. And, of course, we celebrate. We've got, we've got to know him uh, from being part of uh, the celebrated band, email he spoke about earlier on it's was 30 30 did you say 34 37 years 34 years Stimela is, is 34 years 34 years before Stimela, it was 10 years of the cannibals with Mparanyana. 10 years of the cannibals <laughs> with Mparanyana. so he 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 has seen uh, south african and african music grow go through different moments different uh, expressions and of course as i just ma- mentioned earlier on he's been awarded as well with a with the order of Ikamanga in silver uh, that uh, by by the office of uh, the presidency, and we're talking music. We're talking about the evolution of, of African music. We're talking about his journey as well as we celebrate all things love and life and uh, in Africa right here with me, Penny Ben. We do this every Wednesday right here on Cliff Central, and you can be part of our conversation as well. Call us on oh eight six one triple five one eight nine. Or you can comment as well on our Twitter page. What sort of things are you currently working on, uh, Bray? I mean, you, you you spoke about the last I also heard is that there was a, there was a group of of a young people or a choir that you were working with in Nelspread. What are, what are you what are you involved with? Uh, in, in um, it's not a group of uh, choir. Mm-hmm. I was I was uh, raised at a farm mm-hmm. called uh, Crocodile Valley Citrus Estate. Mm. Uh, after getting the Kamanga, one of the sons from Pumalanga also, Robert Kumete, decided to uh, throw a surprise party for me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know where the venue was or anything of that kind. Nobody told me. But mm. then uh, he sent me to Botswana. I went to Botswana. I got to Botswana. There was nothing happening there except that I was given an envelope and things like that. And the following day, I had to fly back. Mm. As I flew back, I got to the airport and I found that there was someone waiting for me there and this person took me around and said, hey, let's go home, get dressed because we're going to see someone very important. Mm-hmm. And I went home, I found that uh, <laughs> everyone was not at home except for the kids. Okay. And, uh, I took a quick shower, dressed because... I sometimes like to look zhizh or either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I like to look zhizh. And um, I spruce myself very zhizh. And um, the Rolls Royce took me to Crocodile Valley, Citrus Estate. And then I said, wow, 
what's going on here. This is nice. Because I left Crocodile Valley in 1967. When you were young. Yeah. And there I was back in 2011. Wow. <laughs> I remember that date was the 6th of May. <laughs> oh, so when we got there, everything was fine. Suddenly there was this venue dressed up very well. When I walked in, I saw my mom. Everybody said, surprise, ba. Okay. On stage, I saw the members of Stimela Chabu, Isaac Mjali, and Lloyd Lilusa, because those are the four, and myself, those are the four original, original members. members. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. And, and I said, wow. Um, I saw Robert Gumet and all those guys that were there and some government officials and things like that, and my friends that I've last seen in 1968 after running away from finishing my JC. <laughs> that's standard eight. I don't know what grade. What, yeah. That's great, great. Yeah. No, no, no. no, no. Great, JC uh, was, uh, was your metric today. Today, yeah. Called okay. Junior certificate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I was surprised. Then suddenly Kumet uh, told me that uh, he's celebrating Reiji Piri for being a son of Pumalanga. He has brought him back where he grew up. Wow. The farming community. One thing led to another, and I saw the old lady that was about almost 82, Margaret Solomon. Yes. And she was invited, the owner of the farm and so forth. And then uh, she asked me to come and have tea with her. And I went and had tea with her the following Tuesday. Then she said, what would you like? I remember your father just now. Wow. He used to clean our swimming pool and this and that and that. <laughs> Have you got a dream? What is it that you'd like to see happening? I said, I would like to give the farm child an opportunity. Wow. Like I got an opportunity from the Solomons. Then wow. he said, what is it that you want to do? I said, I would like the Solomons to facilitate a situation or an environment where I can have Young farm children taught the way I was taught because I learned it from school. They wow. had four different activities per year besides the academic side. Wow. So that's how my love for dancing, my love for music came grew. about. Came up, yeah. mm. And being supportive and liking to also till the land and learn how to also cook, those kind of things have made me almost close to about 60% a complete sociable human being. Wow. So did you get your, did you get your dream? Then she said her son will be back in, 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 in November. Uh, when the son comes back, uh, she will make sure that he meets with me and make my dream a reality. Wow. And the son was born in 1961, and he was anointed as Chief Mabalengwe in 1964. He was three years old. So the farm had a history. Some of us never really experienced apartheid, because at that farm, um, when you were the brightest student, they would invite you every weekend to stay with a white family to learn English whilst you were teaching them Zulu. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, as time went on, um, she passed on. 
eh? on the 9th of November before the sun. I- I'm shocked at how you remember all these dates so detailed. <laughs> I am a, I, I, I am what they call a student of life. Wow. I try by all means. I'm a great believer of uh, uh, the uh, the mystic. Yeah. Uh, it's very important to remember dates and events yes. so that uh, you don't jinx yourself. Sometimes I forget names, but I never forget what happened, what on, happened that on that day. <laughs> okay. So um, after passing away, we were on tour with Stimela. The son was back. He tried to get hold of me because they wanted me to attend the funeral. Yeah. And I never attended the funeral. Um, we met again around December, and then the son said to me that my mom said that I should help you. Wow. It's your dream. And then I ended up inheriting the very same schools where I used to go. That is powerful stuff. That is Now beautiful. we've got uh, individuals. I won't mention names because if I mention names, I'll be advertising them. Yes. It's better to wait until the day when we have an open day in September. Yes. Then you will be able to know who are these uh, uh, benefactors who are really making me a beneficiary of their CFI. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna c- I'm gonna come through in September so I can see it for myself so I can be able to share. It's a beautiful share. farm. You won't believe it. It's so- got a huge kitchen which I'm going to use to teach the young people. How to cook. How to cook. And it's got... I uh, heard you're a good uh, cook. I heard you're a good cook. Uh, being a good cook, I wouldn't um, deny that, but all I know is that I've won quite a few awards. <laughs> For cooking. <laughs> yeah, celebrity cooks. Mr. Ray Piri, thank you so much for <laughs> chatting to me this afternoon. Uh, mm. Thank you so much for sharing that journey with us. And of course, uh I will come visit you in Bumalanga so I can be able to see for myself and I can share with the next generation the good work that you're doing there. All in we need to do, let us pay it forward. Yes, that's what it is, pay it forward. That's, that's how it is. Thank you for chatting to us and have a great afternoon, Feather. Thank you so much. That's uh, Mr. Ray Chikapapiri chatting to us there about the good work that he is involved in in, in Bumalanga and, of course, his journey. I mean, who knew that he grew up in a farm, that he left when he was young, then inherited the farm, a bit later, and not just for himself, but he's actually uh, re—he's putting back what he what he learned, how he was taught. He's teaching uh, young people in the farm area of Mpumalanga there in Mbombela. Beautiful story, chatting to us here on uh, Cliff Central with me, Penny Bani. Love and life in Africa on a Wednesday. That's it. We out of here. We leave you with support hot sticks, my boots. Actually, maybe let's play the song and, and come back and wrap things up.
Another great uh, South African musician. Actually, funny, I met him as well at uh, the South African of the Year event uh, last Thursday. So what we're going to do is try next week and uh, maybe bring some of the people from there and talk to some nominees and find out more about that. Uh, and uh, another conversation that we're going to have next week is, uh, is Nigeria ready to lead Africa? You know, so that's, uh, I mean, they've got the biggest G- GDP on the continent. But now the question is, are they ready to take front row, center stage all the way? So that's the discussion that we'll have. We'll probably have a Nigerian in the studio and a South African who are in the know to come and chat to us uh, about that. That's our show for today, folks. I'm Audi. We'll be back next week. Love, life in Africa.